Hey everybody, welcome to the first ever video series of Meet the Customers. In this video series, we're gonna highlight the background and roles of some of our favorite customers at EPMI. Today, we have Jacinta Moore from Outform Group. Jacinta, thanks for joining us. Absolutely, thank you for having me. When I probably didn't go the typical career path, I always went for, and I always believe that experience pays. So, right, always chase experience versus money and it'll always work out. Um, so a lot of my roles were strategic finance roles. Uh, I worked a lot in on the public side of companies, um, a lot of M&A work. I did a lot of kind of blue sky thought process for executives of what if, you know, what does this business look like four or five years from now? Should we sell this business? So I did a lot of work with that, you know, in my background um, on the M&A side, I did anywhere from you know, due diligence to integration to even running an acquired company for five years as a division president. Um, so did that for some time. And then uh, over a period of time, I realized from a public perspective, it was great. But from a Wall Street standpoint, it was really challenging to actually get the investment dollars that we were looking for over a period of time, right? Quarterlies are super, super important on the public side. So I decided in 2016, 2017 to align myself with companies that were growth oriented. So I kind of repivoted back into finance, um, really looking at companies that were private equity sponsored. So in 2017, I started my journey as a PE CFO, and I've been doing this ever since. I started with um, Outform Group back in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, and so at the time, it was Rapid Displays, and our PE group had just um, acquired that company as kind of the foundation company. And then uh, two years later, um, or actually a year later, we acquired uh, Outform, which is now our new brand name. And that's the leading brand name that we go to market with is Outform, and Outform Group is the company name now. And then we just recently acquired a company in September of last year. So done quite a few acquisitions, a lot of business transformation um, over that time period, so... And what um what initially drew you into finance? Did you study that in college? Seems like yeah, you I have an undergraduate in finance. Yes. Okay. And what do you like about it? Like uh, you know, from like a functional standpoint. <laughs> yeah, very different than in the accounting side of the, the world. Um, I really like the, the growth perspective of it. I like the data and analytics side of that as well. Um, I have a MBA with specialization in marketing, and so there's a lot of quantitative, qualitative information that kind of combine the two together and really understanding where you're at today, where you want to go tomorrow, what is your strategy, making sure that your financials align with your long-term strategy, right? Those things have to connect. And I think that background serves very well in, you know, the markets that I've been in as well as the strategies. So. And uh, at Rapid Displays, you, know, you have experience both on the public side and then on the private side. Could you share a little bit about how the company has changed since you got there, joining at Rapid, and now you guys are much bigger? Yeah, actually, so Rapid was always family owned. My prior public side was prior to Rapid Display. So Rapid was family owned. Uh, then it was acquired by PEI, came on after the private equity purchased Rapid Displays. I would say in general, it's just everything has changed. I think that the pace has changed from a typical family owned business. I think in general, it's very um, much more EBITDA or bottom line centric, right? It's all about from a return perspective, uh, very heavy growth and investment standpoint. So a lot has changed as it relates to business transformation, training within the organization, adding on new talent, making sure that they're um, aware of where the company is going and what metrics we use internally. So just driving that transformation change of where we're at today um, and then where we need to go in the future, but also too culturally. I think that's the piece I think that sometimes people um, don't think about is the language that we use internally, the metrics that drive the business and being able to speak uh, and communicate with one another and get from point A to point B at the same time. 
All right. That's a great explanation. Uh, how would you say, or I mean, going back to your career, did you have a lot of experience evaluating technology vendors prior to Rapid, or has this been a new kind of adventure for you selecting new tools? You know, it is, it is new because uh, I would say technology for me in the past has always been industrial or automotive based. So it doesn't move as quickly as, you know, the technology piece that we have and as quickly as we have to come up with new ideas or new projects. Uh, most of my background has been like make to stock companies, right? Versus custom, everything that we do at Outform, at the Outform group is essentially all custom made projects um, for our clients. So that's a whole brand new kind of life of its own uh, as it relates to how you engage and how you run a business as well as the financials. I think make to stock companies oftentimes can be um, a lot more steady, steady state because um, you're making product for inventory, you sell those products over a period of time versus we're really um, somewhat at the whim of our clients as our clients are growing and what they're doing, then we can follow suit on that. Otherwise, we have to continue to add more and more clients to our base in order to have a steady state business. So. Right, because you guys have specific requirements, it sounds like, from all of your kind of retail partners. How has that kind of evolved as we've gone from no retail, strictly online, now folks are returning uh, to kind of brick and mortar stores? Yeah, I think it's picked up. And I think with uh, COVID, I mean, it was a bad event. Obviously, it's a global pan. It was a global pandemic. But I think at the end of the day, I think it made consumers much more aware of their freedom to go and actually shop. Right? I think people felt the need to actually be able to go outside and do something. So I think at some point in time after COVID, people were anxious to go out, anxious to get experiences, anxious to, to touch and feel products again. And so I think that that has helped kind of bolter our post COVID, you know, sales and where we're at from a business perspective. So. That's great to hear. And I, I think you probably expect this question to come, but how has uh, Oracle EPM as a CFO impacted your day to day, right? Yeah, yeah, tremendously. I think as our business, you know, we have um, our base business with rapid displays was and still is. Uh, we're looking to do an ERP implementation, but in light of not having one, we typically today we probably have about five different ERP systems or a similar one in which those two don't speak to each other, right? They're on distance, different instances. So if you look at a global company who's running in China, the UK, the Netherlands, Israel, and the United States, three different locations, um, all using different ERP systems. Oracle EPM was critical for us because we needed to have one multi-currency. We needed to be able to roll up the financials consistently through all entities with, in lieu of not having an ERP that was on the same platform. So we have all different types. We don't have a universal chart of accounts because we're having, you know, we've got all different uh, GL accounts from each of those um, ERP systems and or Excel spreadsheets or whatever else that we're using to try to compile everything up. I think we would not have been able to do anything close to this like an Excel or even be able to manage and get information as quickly as we can today uh, without Oracle EPMI. Well, we appreciate the kudos there. Uh, and just for the audience listening at Outform Group, we initially implemented financials planning back in maybe winter of 2020, and then last year we implemented workforce planning and have discussed uh, another consolidations project potentially for next year. About yes. it. Could you share a little bit about where you're from, your family, your background? Yeah, so I am married. My husband and I have um, one son. In fact, today's our 25th anniversary. I'm sure he would love the fact that I'm putting that out in the world, but <laughs> <laughs> it's 25 years for us today. I have a son that's in college. He goes to school at U of I. And um, prior to that, I actually grew up in California and San Jose until I was about 10. And then I, my family moved to Southern Illinois. So um, went to high school there and uh, 
From there, I ended up going to Southern Illinois University in Carbondale. And then my husband is from Chicago. So that's how we ended up here. And is your son studying finance or is he going to be an FBI agent? No, no, neither, actually. So he's in chemical engineering. Um, my husband, before he was in the FBI, was in mechanical engineering. And I think that kind of passed down on his side. Um, he does like money, though. So finance could be in his future. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great to hear. Um, well, cool. Jacinta, I think that's all we really need uh, for today. But thank you for being our uh, first ever Meet the Customer video.